0: Well, here it comes. Oh my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Aguero! I see it, but I don't believe it. He's has got it out. He's got it in. This is a famous victory. magnificent performance. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punter's Pod on this Thursday, January the 19th. Jimmy Buckley with you ahead of a huge night of greyhound racing at Wentworth Park, where four cracking finals will be run back-to-back. And to preview all of the action, I'm joined by Racing and Sports resident greyhound guru, the rambunctious and rollicking
1: Rodzilla, Rodney Newell, welcome, mate. Bucko, where have you been? (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about uh, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, where is Bucko? I'm back in the seat, mate, great to be here. I've been off the hospital, I've suffered my beloved Paramount Eels losing a grand final, but no unhappiness in your house, mate. Um, Argentina across the line in the World Cup, and the excitement must have been... Jam packed to the point where you may have nearly wanted to think you're back in South Africa and pull out a vuvuzela,
0: <laughs> mate. It was, it was very exciting, and I can tell you the uh, the missus was over the moon and still is, and I think will be for many years to come. So that was good to see, mate. Uh, yeah, Rob, we know you've you've had a, a rough few months and uh, and a rough couple of days. We know you're battling, so we very much. Appreciate you're in the studio with us, mate. And I think all of us here on the punters pod certainly wish you a speedy and uh, healthy recovery.
1: No, mate, good to be out of hospital. This is a cracker night of racing ahead of us here at Wenny. We've got three group ones, um, two races that are are really integral parts of our sport, our futurity and derby. And we've got a, a cracking little Group 2 summer distance played here as well, all brought to us by Ladbrokes, so who have just continued to be fantastic supporters of Greyhound Racing.
0: And you've uh, gone through the form with a fine-tooth comb, Rod, and we might start uh, a little bit earlier in the night with a Group 2 Ladbroke summer distance played final over 720 metres. We've got a, an odds-on favourite here out of Box 8 Corbin Magic, and then it looks like Ritzer Piper out of the number one gate is paying $3.80. And then you go down to first picked at $7.50. And then number two, stagger out Lee at $9.50. Double figures or more. The rest, Rod, what do you make of this race?
1: It's a cracker of a final. Um, I think they would have been happy off the back of only two heats from last week. Um, they would have hoped that the, the top seeds got through. Uh, and that's exactly how it's how it's panned out. People will probably be a little bit surprised with my selections here. It would just be too easy to pick Corborn Magic. You know, he's, he's won six in a row. The last dog to beat him was Stagger Outley in the bold trees. His heat win last week was real good off the same box. Ritza Piper is the up-and-coming stayer. Just 12 starts for seven wins. Did win in 41.88 um, 88 last week. It was probably the lesser of the two heats. So I think we need to keep that in mind. She is lovely box, though. I'm actually going to tip Stagger out, Lee, and for many reasons. I think her form leading in has been nothing short of just plain unlucky. We've got two seconds there, two-thirds. They were during the heats of the Newcastle Cup um, and some some other runs there, one at Albion Park in the heat last week. There's just something that's changed with the racing pattern since she won the Bold Trees. Where she did tend to come out of the boxes just a little bit averagely and she had a storming finish, the last five or six starts we've seen her pinging the boxes, but then when getting to that first section, she's like flat spotting, and it's causing her a whole heap of trouble. She's continually finding issues in running. Now, I know people will say, well, I don't want to back a dog that's in that type of situation, but for every time that she's found trouble, she's continued to only end up a length, a length and a half, two lengths off the winner. $9.50 Nine dollars fifty is as juicy as it gets for a dog that's got four placings in the last four starts and been extremely un- unlucky. I actually like a drawn in the two, and I'm happy to take the nine fifty each way. That's with no disrespect to Jody Lord's trained corborn Magic. He's he's definitely the best stayer in Australia, but I don't want to take a dollar sixty five. I just think it's too thin. So I'm going to put him on top here, two stagger out lead to beat eight corborn Magic and. Ritza Piper, it's the right box. Um, and Joseph sherrys he's, he's a bit of a battling trainer, mate, so I, I would, I'd love to see the dog in the mix. Stagger out, Lee. Number two at
0: $9.50, Rod Tipping. A bit of an upset there early on in the piece at Wente Park. Race six, the National Futurity Final. And what a cracking field we've got here, led by number one, Mortified, at $2.30. Off a very, very slick win last week. Number eight, Baby JC, $3.50. And number three, Windra All Class, $3.80. And then number four, Ava Blazer heads the rest at $8.00. Incredible looking field here. Rod, what do you make of it?
1: It's a real good field. Baby JC, the Victorian um, visitor, contested the heats of uh, of the Melbourne Cup. She's been extremely consistent down there. Robert Douglas is a good man with the lead. Her 2990 first look at the track, considering that the boxes are different here in New South Wales compared to the way they are in Victoria, and most of the Victorian trainers did travel up in stifling heat the day before, so we just don't know how many of those Victorian dogs were knocked about. I'm, I'm going to show my heart here. Mortified is very closely related to a bitch that I owned and trained called Kamikaze Cowlick. It's from the Tiffy line. This bitch had been out for a while with a bit of a foot injury. Chris O'Brien has been nothing short of just articulate in getting her to the line. This is really, for the short term now, her major goal. They want to put this Group 1 race on her CV. Um, If you remember, Bucko, many, many months ago when we were doing our first ever Greyhound previews, we found this little girl. Um, she ended up contesting a heat of the million dollar chase at dapto and come out and blew a crackerjack field away at twelve dollars and she's just continued to show that she's all class i really don't think she can be beaten i i I honestly believe she's just over the line she's just going to be too good for these and that's no disrespect to the others there is a major heartfelt story in this and i'd love to bring this to light windra all class is actually owned by sue and, and brian barton and Brian's been through some, some terrible um, things in his life. Uh, he lost a son, tragically. His wife, Sue, is now diagnosed with a, a terminal cancer in, in the brain. Um, there is just so much emotion riding around this bitch. Um, her heat win was, was just unbelievably good. And Daniel Gatt was just lost for words in the interview. He actually said that he didn't want to talk about it because it was just too emotional. Um I think there's a lot of people in the New South Wales Greyhound community this week that want Brian and Sue to win. I do. I personally do. I'd I'd like to see them win. But I'm going to tip more to fight on top. Chris O'Brien's an astute trainer. I think the 230 is good value. I'm going to put Windra All-Class in there for second. For third, though, I'm going to put in zipping Mercedes. I just think there's... A lot of dogs here with a lot of first sectional pace that's going to line up very sort of directional into the first turn, and there could be trouble. She's a very strong bitch, and twenty-one dollars each way at that value, it's it's quite good. I'd be happy to have a, have a crack at her each way. She does have a PB at the track of twenty-nine eighty-five. So if there is to be a blowout, she may be the one. But I honestly believe that Mortified and um, Windra All Class will be up front. Windra All Class just wants to get off the track a little bit and that's probably what even opens it more for Mortified that on sectionals they probably will be very close into the first turn and that's where I think the class will prevail and Chris will be um, holding aloft to Group 1.
0: So, Rodzilla, that's almost a declaration. Number one, Mortified in the Futurity Final from three Windra All Class and six Zipping Mercedes and uh, Sue is certainly in our thoughts here at the Punter's Pod during this incredibly difficult time, Rodney. Well said, mate. Now, race seven the national derby final here, the Ladbrokes national derby final, and your favourite is number five, Victor Damien, $2.70, just shading number three, Rockstar Apollo at $3. Then we have Starline Express, the number six dog at $5, and then number one, Gozo King, $6.50, heads the rest. What have you made of this, Rod?
1: This is a cracker race. Victor Damien is a, a South Australian galloper. We've seen him a few times um, down in Melbourne as well. The Rasmussens are a formidable racing family name. Um, just, you know, loads of depth in in West, uh, South Australian greyhound racing in the 80s and 90s. This dog has had a, a huge rap on him from day dot. He's had 10 starts for 7 wins. It's not every day you just turn up here at Wentworth Park, first look and go twenty nine forty four. The time he ran was just absolutely scintillating for a young dog. I I really don't think he can be beaten. Um, Starline Express can show a little bit of early toe, and Rockstar Apollo's uh, win in the heat to make it four wins in a row was extremely impressive, and he does have a twenty nine fifty eight PB to his name. I personally don't know how much longer the Rasmussens can hold on to Victor Damien for. South Australian racing just doesn't have the prize money available that the other eastern states have. And I would assume at some stage that this big fellow is going to come across and do the remainder of his racing here on the east coast. I actually think he's a lay-down Mazaire. And I think the $2.70 is absolutely ridiculous. I just think he's just going to be too good for anything in this field. Yeah.
0: Number five, Victor Damien, to win the national derby final. You can still get two dollars seventy. That does look a good price, Rod. No, no concerns about the box there at all.
1: Look, Starline Express may show a bit of an early pace there on the outside, but I just don't think they're in the class that that he's in. Um, you know, Rockstar Gunner's drawn there in four, and he's probably not up to the speed of what some of those others are. So. Yeah, I, I think he's a, a good bet. Rockstar Apollo for second. I'm going to throw a boulder in for third, Palawa King, who's second in the heat last week I thought was quite good. And just being drawn outside most of those favoured runners on the inside, he may be allowed to come down the outside. And Raymond uh, Smith, you know, obviously an astute trainer, trained the likes of Jungle Juice and Frankie's Frankie. He's, um, he's an outstanding trainer in his own right. Rod Likes, number five, Victor Damien to
0: win the national derby final from number three, Rockstar Apollo, and number nine, Palawa King. On to race eight, the Ladbrokes Paws of Thunder final over the 520 metres, and your number one, French Martini at $3, leads the field here as favourite. And number eight, She's a Pearl, all the way down the bottom, $3.50 from number two, Zipping Maserati, and number five, Emron Boy, both paying Five dollars Gatlin, number three, $7. And double figures the rest. What are you liking the big one here, Rod?
1: It's a crackerjack final. There was a lot of consensus over the heats and that we probably didn't attract the type of dogs up here that that we should have got. I'm a bit on the fence about that. I I think sometimes quality um, over quantity is the key thing. All the major players got through here to the final from their heats. It's a really tough race on paper to... To to adjust here in way of early sectionals, I am a massive fan of Amron Boy. He's probably the best chaser in Australia at the moment, and I can give argument to that. He he finished a half head second to Titan Blazer in the heat of the Melbourne Cup, and in one bound would have been into the final. And with no disrespect to that final, he was probably better than any dog that was in that final. He then came out and contested the Phoenix, which is a million-dollar race, and he's gone down by half a head to she's fast, and once again, one more bob or stride, and, and he would have won. So he could be a $2 million dog in way of prize money if a few things had gone his way. His first up run, I think a few people think, was disappointing, but once again, he did travel up from Melbourne. Ibrox Wildfire is a noted strong dog and loomed up on his outside and still wasn't able to go past him. So... I am going to put Amron Boy in for third, but only because there is just so much pace drawn in this race. Reflections is probably one of the fastest dogs in New South Wales to the first section, and I think it's just going to cause a lot of problems. That being said, we've also got huge amounts of early pace with French Martini, Zipping Maserati and Gatlin all drawn in and around the fence. So it is going to be a fight to the first turn. I have been a fan of She's a Pearl in the past. I wasn't happy with her form down in Melbourne. She's come back and proven who she is. And for that reason alone, based off her last run and the way this box draw pans out, when are you ever going to get $3.50 about She's a Pearl? So I think that's the absolute value there. French Martini is the quickest qualifier. She has a 29.45 PB to her name there. Peter Legagioni, known for winning $2 million chases. The first with Mystic Riot. So she's going to be in the mix. I'm going to have to throw Amron Boy in for third, even though I think the box draw is an absolute disaster. And if it's an emotional, heartfelt thing, I really do want Amron Boy to win it. I think he deserves this type of race on his resume. Brooke Ennis is an outstanding trainer, but um, it's She's a Pearl for me. I think the 3 dollars is great value.
0: So Rod likes number eight, She's a Pearl in the pause of Thunder final at $3.50 from number one, French Martini, and number five, Amaron Boy. Now, to wrap things up and just recap, grab a pen and write all this down because Rod's got some absolutely sensational tips ahead of a big night on Saturday. Race five, the summer distance plate final over 720 metres. Rod likes number two, Stagger Out Lee at $9.50 from the eight, Corborn Magic, $1.65 and the one. Ritza Piper at $3.80 in the National Futurity Final. Rod likes number one, Mortified at $2.30. Number three, Windra All Class, $3.80. From the number six, zipping Mercedes at $21 in the National Derby final. And Rod is keen on number five, Victor Damien at $2.70. Very keen, I should say. From number three, Rockstar Apollo at $3 and number nine at a bit of value, Palawa King. At $12. And finally in the big one, the Paws of Thunder final. Rod likes number eight. She's a Pearl at $3.50. From the number one, French Martini at $3.00. And the number five, Amron Boy at $5.00. What a big night, Rod.
1: Three group ones. $75,000 on offer for three of those and a, a distance plate worth uh, 45000 Just goes to show how strong Greyhound Racing is at the moment and the incentive for the younger brigade to get into the sport. We're in a real healthy position and, um, you know, everyone should be getting out to Winnie Park there on Saturday night for what is an absolute rip-roarer of a, of a night of racing.
0: Thank you very much, Rod. It's been a pleasure to have you in the studio again and we'll talk to you soon again, no doubt. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning to talk a bit of soccer from the UK. But until then, happy punting.